Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. <laughs> I'm coming to the um, Stop Playing Small. Oh, that's a fun retreat. I like that, I think. I just haven't had a chance to get back to you. Bye. Okay. You, you don't, do you have any questions about it? <laughs> I'll just get there and see what happens. Okay. Have you been to Art of Living before? Oh, yeah, twice. Okay, good. One of my favorite places and great uh, Indian food, vegetarian food. Have you have you seen the sunrise there? Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, there's a there's crystal that runs through that ledge. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Mahari, uh, who was it? Was it Maharishi that picked that place? One of those Indian gurus. Yeah. That flew in an airplane. Yes. Oh, I can't remember now. Yes, I think it was the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Yeah. That originally picked that place. They used to do uh, TM there, Transcendental Meditation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it's great. It's a great environment to have these uh, retreats, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. How are your big brown eyes, Carla? Oops, my video disappeared. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I see my... My housemate's moving out today. It's interesting how I'm feeling about that. It's kind of, because it feels like the next step. I'm not sure what that step is, but I'm still walking, standing. Yeah. Was that a relationship? Oh, everything's a relationship, not primary relationship, no. No. But I, I, I chose, I didn't, she never asked me to, but I chose to, I mean, I still focused on my spiritual stuff, but whenever, often she would need, not need, but she would, was interested in, in stuff coming up for her healing, and I was really available to that for, 
the whole time she's here. So now, um, I'm going to have a different focus. So it's interesting. Yeah, sending me love, my friend. I know change is a challenge sometimes. <laughs> I'm kind of the queen of that. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel. I, I don't really, I'm not scared or I just know it's another, another, some something else is going to happen. I don't know what it is. And I guess that could be a little scary or nervous or make me nervous or whatever if I think about it but I'm not <laughs> yeah. good answer <laughs> so probably it'd be interesting because it'll be a nice little transition because after she moves out probably do a lot of cleaning and stuff and maybe even a energy clearing that might be interesting yeah I never tried that before but Yeah, it always feels nice for me when I do that around my house. Does anybody want to pray us in? Do you use stage? I'll pray us in. <laughs> yeah, what? You. What did you say? And hear what you said. She asked if you use sage. I don't have yeah. any. I've never actually smudged. I have these smoke alarms, so I don't know. I've never tried anything like that since I got them because they're not that it's kind of you can take the battery out. They're hardwired into electrical, but we'll see. Let's see. I'll pray us in. All right. Thank you, Paula. Okay. So we place our hands on our heart and feel the love of God flowing through us, through our hearts, through our hearts to each other. We take a deep breath, breathing in the love of God that we are sharing it with each other because we are one. Fearlessly sharing with each other whatever it is that stands between each of us and love. We are so grateful to be part of this community. We are so grateful to see ourselves reflected in each other, knowing that as we heal ourselves, we heal each other. As we share with each other, we're sharing with humanity. May we all be uplifted. May our time together help to uplift all of humanity. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen.
Amen. Thank you. Dina, you're looking like the purple violet flame. I I must have ordered the violet flame computer when I got this. I yeah, I can't have another explanation for it. Linda, how's your husband? He's doing well. He's um, recovering from his eye surgery a couple weeks ago, and he's, he's doing well. He has one more. He needs to have a cataract removed. <laughs> and then I'm done, Dave Nabbit. <laughs> so, but I, I hear that cataract surgery is not... Uh, recovery time is much quicker, so, yeah. Well, what was the big surgery he had? He had a kidney transplant. Yes. Yeah. So we're regrouping and recovering from all of that and um, looking for many ways to be grateful. It was a big learning process for me. <laughs> That's for sure. I'd like to ask Carla about her campaign. I don't, I just kind of glanced at it uh, briefly on Facebook. Are you going to like say the ministerial program in July is that what you're trying to do and um uh yeah Rand set that up uh, um yes I and I haven't been able to find anything I didn't see it online is it online Do you know I didn't see uh, it I think I think I saw it through Facebook I'm thinking that's where I came across it so it's like a, I think it's sort of a Kind of a GoFundMe type thing, right? That's what is it? So yeah. Rand set up because I, I, I don't know how I'm gonna <laughs> do it. Get there, but I'm, my intention is to get there. And um, yeah, I. Where, was, where are you traveling from? Oregon. So you're going from Oregon to the New York? I guess it's New York City. Well, I'm gonna kind of. Um, my mother lives in Pennsylvania, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kind of, so it's both. So I'm gonna fun going there, but I'm gonna visit her for a couple weeks, and then I'm gonna drive up to New York, wherever that is. I don't know where it is yet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, go to that, and then drive home, and then come back. So. Yeah, I've been thinking about <clears throat> doing the, what interests me about that program. Uh, they, and they haven't put a whole lot of information out, but the um, the writing part of it, 
And the, the, I guess it's not exactly public speaking. I guess it's more like ministerial speaking. And, um, I, I feel very drawn to it with, but I don't really have much regard for myself as I don't see, I'm not seeing myself exactly as a minister, but there's something I feel, I feel drawn to certain aspects of that. So can you tell me a little bit about what you're drawn to or what you know about it or what you plan to do with it or? I no, I have no idea. All I know is two years ago I was in a retreat and I got, I knew it because I prayed in, I guess for the retreat, I just, something that came to me that ministerial is what I should do that. And I just was stalling and, and I went into a Jennifer <clears throat> offered that. I just knew that <clears throat> I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know where, I don't have any idea. But I just feel like any, probably anything is, is learning, a learning opportunity, even if it's like talking to someone or whatever. But I know that it's really, it'd be, I always liked John Monday and, um, I think it'd be really good. I think it would really help me to, um, I don't know, help me. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to put any, expectations on it or anything i just feel that <clears throat> it's part of the next step i'm doing right now yeah and for some somewhat unknown reason to me uh, as people have been asking me um to do certain things during that period in july i've said to them no i'm going to be away in new york at that time so i can't do that <laughs> but i haven't really you know i don't know exactly why i'm saying that at this point i don't you know, I just I just feel drawn to it. So if anybody, I might see you there, Carla. We'll see. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm going. Paula, really? Ah. Right. Tammy, yeah. are you coming? <laughs> no, I won't be able to do that. But I am drawn to it. I'm going to attempt it as well. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. We'll see. So I need to look, I know it's the, like the 5th to the 15th of July, mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of amazing because I went to something in December that was, I was sick, and I was rescheduled till like the 14th to the 17th of July or something, or June, sorry. And then, um, something that Regina Donacres is making her only appearance travel appearance in the u.s this year and she's coming here to portland on the 20th of july and i'm like i thought i couldn't do all of it but i think i can i just I'm not sure about you know it'll all be taken care of i just i'm committing my heart to do it i just feel that it'll all be helpful Hi, Sue. Hi. Hi, Sue. Hi. And I see Araba there. Hi, Araba. Um, I'm not sure who said hi, but hello. There was Dina. Hi, Dina. I'm driving, so I, I'm not 
technically in driving mode, but I've mostly been listening. And um, so thank you. And I've been listening to a conversation, pretty excited. People are being drawn to same things I'm being drawn to. And I am excited to hear, Linda, that your guys are wrapping up the surgeries and moving towards just recovering and enjoying and not, you know, going through another thing. So I can appreciate that. And Carla, like, how interesting about your housemate moving out. And the reason why I say that, and you guys were talking about cleansing the space, is that I um, it started with getting some few things done at the house, and now it's redoing my house <laughs> while I'm waiting for my surgery. It's become this... I think it's it's a cleansing of I've been separated for two years and we just haven't finished the papers um, but taxes just got filed the last joint taxes got filed today and you know picking all these new things and, and just sometimes feeling overwhelmed but so grateful and so blessed that these things, like, I just, I didn't know how I was going to get it done, and I'd been struggling with overwhelm of how to take care of this house and myself and my kids, and in the past month, I really, really prayed, and these people came into my life, and, I mean, it just have changed everything, and um, it's been really great, so... So all the things I've heard people say have been resonating with me. And Paula, I think I heard you say you're going to the retreat. Yeah. And I didn't know how that was going to happen. When I first appeared, I was really excited and really drawn and really wanted to do it. And in my health was just not where it was. And yet, since I put my energy to sort of release the attachment to that, I found myself, in fact, inviting someone to come with me to the retreat. So I'll be at the retreat next week. Yay! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Paula and Araba, you both are at the retreat next week? Yes. Why don't you come down, Dina? I am coming down. My sister convinced me to come. Yeah. My sister Debbie and I are going to be. Oh, yes. I know Debbie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, she taught me into it. There was my crutches and my rolled walker and my cane and everything, but I'm going to be there. And so I just am overcome with gratitude and appreciation. Just the miracles are happening and happening. And sometimes I feel like I'm not even sure I can keep up. (laughs) But I don't want to say no. To spirit, but I'm learning how to say no to the demands that may not serve my body and my own self-care. And I find that a little tricky.
Yeah, that's that's good though, and and not that you have a disability, but some people I think don't tune into how their body is responding to the certain demands of life, and that it's you know they're being harmed, and um, so it's 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 a very good tool I think for sensing if you're doing the right thing, and, and sometimes I think people get so caught up in just doing working and helping people that we don't we don't stop to consider how it feels and the impact. I love you, Dina. I just, I have to say that because you just said, it's not like you have a disability. And I've been on disability for the past eight years. I actually do have a disability, but I love that you said that because more and more, um, it's not defining my life anymore. So that that just thank you. It was beautiful. You're welcome. I, yeah, and I think it is a challenge to um, when I think sometimes about how really engaged with my own being a body I am. I'm I'm more and more aware of that. And last night, I don't know if anybody saw the post I put on. We had a little, oh, you probably, Paula, too. We had all those tornado warnings and really horrible weather. Yeah. So it finally, it actually hit sort of, I think, probably between Paula and I in Lynchburg. I'm not sure if that's, I think that's the trajectory toward you. But I had my neighbor, you know, when they said go to shelter, you know, so we went down and took all my pets. First <laughs> <laughs> over, you know, it was raining and, um you know, in that sense of being, I guess, it, you know, it, nothing occurred and I went back home, but I did have a very, I would say, traumatized dream night. So I'm realizing that um, I have some work to do on releasing that attachment to the fear that, you know, the fears that seem more real than others you know, like a tornado and that type of thing. And I'm not quite sure what to do with all that. Um, And certain things about, you know, the trauma I was feeling waking up was like, ah, (laughs) and I don't even know. It was just weaving its way into my dreams. And I found myself just worrying. And and then I, what I did to sort to overcome it though, it's sort of interesting. What's what came to me as I was driving to work, I said to myself, you know, I think I'm just going to have to let me think about all this as if I'm a comedian. If I'm a comedian, what would I say and how would I translate this? And I I guess people saw me talking to myself on the way to work. But, Mm. um, you know, I was just sort of doing a um, almost like a stand up routine for myself about the challenges of being a spiritual student. And, you know, trying to be, you know, you're, all the different things you're handed, you're handed like, well, your body's not real. It's an illusion. But, you know, oh, watch that tornado. <laughs> Duck down now. Hide. And just, you know, the things where how really difficult it is. Or let's just say, you know, it's it was I, I, I wish I could remember what I said. It was kind of comical. Just all the things that we're asked to believe and then not believe and perspectives and um the ego thought system. And it just, I just had to laugh. I, it was just a hilarity moment. Um, and I had a, an experience this weekend where, you know, something occurred that was sort of a relationship issue. And I was just, 
I was making light of that and laughing at it. And it seems maybe it doesn't seem funny, but it, it did help. It did help release some of that trauma. So I'm, I'm going to keep trying that. It's hard to believe that all of this is a tiny mad idea. <laughs> Yeah, it's where it is worth and we forgot to laugh. So I think that's great, Dina. To laugh at it. Yeah, it, it was definitely helpful and um <clears throat> caused me to you know, to be able to get to a place of more levity in my the way I felt after being having traumatized myself all night. This <laughs> dream, dream world, whatever how it was interpreting. So um I thought about challenging myself to sit down and just sort of write a spiritual comedy. <laughs> Stand-up comedy. And see well, what see, we that's, that's what you can do when you come up to the writing workshop with yes. on Monday. Yes, yes. Because I tend to be, I've always, you know, I've always been a writer from when I was very young. I just sort of naturally took to it as a way to communicate but it was always very angsty and very, um, you know, deep and very, you know, just not where I'd like to be right now. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just made, it makes it feel too real for me. So this other lighter, um, this other lighter place, I think, has been has been a little bit of a maybe perhaps a tool. I think that's perfect, Dina, because it, it came to me once that, because that's all, we forgot to laugh and that caused, I, I, no, I'm, I'm forgetting all the time. I'm taking stuff seriously all the time, like it's something, you know, something. And it is something, I don't know what, but in each moment is different, but and I think, you know, learning to laugh. In this situation, because isn't that what children do? They they get they they laugh, they have fun, and they get upset, and then five minutes later they're laughing again, you know. <laughs> and uh, I think I've forgotten that. Yeah, good practice. I'm taking a look too at what it what does it mean to not be a body. I am not. What does it say in the course? I'm not a body. Uh, it, it repeats that. And at the yoga monastery, we used to say, "I'm not this body. I'm not this mind. The immortal self I am." You know, and it was like a mantra that we would sing. And it's only now that I'm beginning to take a look at what it is not to be this body. 
Yeah, and you ask an interesting point. I think that was part of what was behind my comedic um, purge this morning was, <laughs> you know, because I, I think I remember myself saying something like, um, and then here we are asked to, you know, we're, we're somehow stuffed into, our spirit is stuffed into these animal bodies and we have this double brain, one some kind of primitive uh, fight and flight and it gets stimulated by something and the maybe we have a higher part to ourself that's trying to calm it down and it, se- it seems in charge. It seems so in charge. And <clears throat> maybe part of it, the not being a body is, it's our tool, our communication tool, and we actually are driving it, running it, and we just don't do it very well. <laughs> or we think it it tells us what to do. We we don't, you know, we don't quite know our power. Um, and I did like in one of my little anxiety episodes in the night. I think I did my um, the Course in Miracles online um, thing that Jennifer has set up. And I, when I just kind of randomly picked, it was talking about, you know, not wanting to know what we are because we're afraid of what we are. So that we're, you know, we actually, we actually know our power because, oh, look, we ended up here stuck in these, like who, what kind of joke is that? You stick your spirit in a, you stick your beautiful spirit in a monkey body? We were like, weren't we like, or some kind, I don't know how we first came in. Did we come into the caveman, to a monkey, to a some kind of fish, or you know, I don't know exactly. Evolution isn't even clear what happened. So um, that is funny, isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, and we have to go through all those, you know. And I watch my cats sometimes, and just you know how they're they don't feel bad when they kill a bird. That's not a thing for them. They don't, you know, they. They're very, you know, about their own self, and it's just funny to me. That's hilarious that we would say, oh, look, we can hide there. And, you know, our body is completely innocent. We tell our body what to do. We punish the body. The body makes no decisions. For us, it's a completely beautiful, innocent, magnificent vehicle. (laughs) I've had a little bit of a different experience with my body, maybe than you have, because when I was, um, I think I was 14 when I first felt like my body had a mind of its own. I really did. And I think it was really based in the fight and flight um, systems. And I guess those the autonomous systems and um, or autumn, I'm not sure all the names of them, but, you know, I, I did become afraid of the, I couldn't master it. I, I, I was afraid of that, those reactions so much that then the fear stimulated the fear and the avoidance stimulated not working through the fear. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I really, I think I had, my experience wasn't that the body was lovely, but the body was fearful, it was something to be feared. That wasn't my experience either. I'm only now just getting that. And um, I got the book by uh, Karina Zupka on From Anxiety to Love. And I got the book by Nook Sanchez about the the something of death. The end of death? Yeah, the end of death. The end of Mm -hmm. death. 
<clears throat> and so somewhere in that, um, something was said about how the body is completely innocent. And so I really began to look at my body as being a sweet, innocent creature, like my cat, you know, really. Uh, who, who tells my body what to do? Who accepts, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, abuse? Who allows that to happen? Whose beliefs, you know, create this maze that the body, like a hall of mirrors that the body is is stuck in? The body doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right, and it, but it took me, you know, many decades yeah. later to understand that the thoughts I had at 14 were driving my body. The thoughts about myself were driving my body that I was awkward or, you know, it was uncomfortable to be in front of whatever it was I was thinking, Oh, I'm so tall. I don't want people looking at me or whatever it was. <laughs> and, but I didn't have any of that insight then. Thank God we're where we are and <laughs> with this wonderful community. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't have ended up here if I had had self-esteem and all that stuff. <laughs> I'd have been somewhere else. Yeah. But I, I got into a couple of tough places, too, as I was, you know, as I'm reading that book. I can only read so much of it at a time. And I, I have to put it down because it's too much to <laughs> digest <laughs> at, at one time. And um, also, there's a part of me that the other night that just kind of collapsed in on myself. And I just said, you know what? I can't do this. <laughs> I went right into the ego. And the, you know, the ego said, you're, you're never going to get it right. You just can't do this. Maybe Jennifer can do it. Maybe Linda Soto can do it. You can't do it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, it, and, and even when I'm in it, I'm going, okay, I mean, it's like the ego doing this, but I just didn't have the energy, <clears throat> uh, you know, I just went right to my romance novel and just <laughs> <laughs> something that's sure to put you to sleep. <laughs> I was right there with you yesterday, Paul. I was having one of those days where it felt like ego was just taking over. And I just, I mean, I could feel it was like a, a toddler throwing a temper tantrum. I don't want to do any of this. <laughs> no, I just don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. Forget it. I'm just not doing it. I can't do it anyway, so why even bother? But, like, the, 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 I had spent, um, I had a lot of time to, to uh, work with the spiritual tools. I did a forgiveness letter. I had a study buddy call. And, um, I hosted the um, year one community call and um, I had done prayers and meditation and I, I like was myself in my spiritual work on Saturday. And then I felt like I was in a spiritual hangover or stupor. On <laughs> like, uh-uh, not happening. Not happening. I'm not doing any of this. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what a, what a difference a day makes. So. It's I'm a, glad I'm not the only one, Linda. Thank you. 
moment by moment think sometimes. Yeah. You're not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my Course in Miracles lesson yesterday was, um, your peace surrounds me, Father. And then uh, it's, it's about um, where I go, your peace goes, they're with me. It shields me. It's light on. It sh it sheds its light on everyone. Um, I bring it. I bring it to the desolate and lonely and afraid. I give your peace to those who suffer pain or grieve for loss or think they are bereft of hope. Send them to me, my Father. I said, ain't happening. <laughs> and. Um, you know, my, my, uh, the, the thing in my mind was, you know, they'll send me, he'll send me all these crazy people with guns. <laughs> and, um, and this morning I woke up with a nightmare. Um, I op I, I dreamed that I opened the garage door and I stepped inside and I was surrounded by poisonous snakes. <laughs> And it's all ego stuff. It's just all ego stuff. But, um, but then I, I read the uh, transcript for, for Corrine's uh, presentation the other night. And um, uh, it, was, it was really nice, you know, to, you know that, that we all have these fears. And, um, and all, all we need is a little willingness. We can turn it over to the Holy Spirit. You know, to, to pull us through. And, um, and then the last thing that she did was, um, that breakout where, um, um, you broke up. And I didn't, I, I wasn't on, on the call because, uh, I had something else I had to do, but I was listening to the recording. And um, she was talking about, um, um, you know, supporting each other um, and and seeing beyond the limitations that we have and uh, all that stuff. And she suggested um, having a picture of Jesus or Buddha or somebody, maybe your grandchildren, <laughs> um, who who can see you beyond all of your um, self limitation, and um, and I ha I do have a picture of Jesus, and I did that, um, and and it it really was beautiful, and and then uh, somebody uh, said you can do that with yourself, looking in a mirror, so I did, and. Um, and it just it lifted the heaviness somehow. Um, it was really, really beautiful. Um, so that was that was a help for me. And that's a good reminder to do the re-listen because until you saw, I actually did the class, but until you brought that up again about the picture, I had made notes self get picture. <laughs> and I forgot about it until you brought that up. Yeah, it's easy to forget because the ego doesn't want you to remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
that's going to be fun. I'm going to, I'm going to look for some really cool picture like that. Yeah. I have one. It's, it's huge. It's like this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I can look right in his eyes. And it was really lovely. It's really lovely. Maybe I can find one. I can't remember what the picture is where the eyes, I think it's a Renaissance painting where the eyes follow you around seemingly all around the room. Maybe I can find one like that. <laughs> right. And if you look in someone's eyes like that for a while, it almost looks like they start to move, you know? It's really kind of spooky. <laughs> Thank you, Sue. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you're welcome. And here's an aside to that. I just started teaching uh, yoga to deaf people recently. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and, and not only just that experience, but watching them in restaurants. And I've always been very drawn to that. We're, you know, they, they very much engage each other and have that very intense look. And, of course, they, you know, they have to by nature of not being able to hear, but even teaching them like um, they, the, the look on their faces, they're following the moves and looking and it's just such an intense and involved, engaged. And, um, and I'm thinking, you know, we, we don't really do that normally. We don't engage with each other. We look away, we're intimidated or it's little. Um, I know when we did the breakout, it was, there were four of us in the group and, we took the turns and, and it, it, you know, it was, it was a bit creepy, I think, to have, for people to have people look at them. You no, know, it's just, it isn't something we allow. See, we can look at Tammy and we can look at Araba right in the eyes. <laughs> and it's beautiful. <laughs> I was driving, so I got home and about 10 minutes ago, and I've just been listening. So, But it's been a good conversation. One of the things that I've been using for anxiety is anxiety, you can leave now, is the statement that I've been using. And within seconds... I, I just feel the energy flow out of me. It's just astounding, actually. Because mm. I had been experiencing waking up when, you know, in the morning with my heart racing. And I was like, oh, I just, I don't want to live like this, you know, waking up feeling nervous. But I didn't... Uh, speak profanities when I woke up like I used to. I had some gratitude that I had some tools to deal with it and, you know, yeah. did my breathing and said my statement and then went on to my gratitudes even before I got out of bed and it was good. It, it was very, very easy. Yeah, thank you. I've been um, I've been working on this. I am not a body thing as well. Um, 
it's um, I seem to be feeling kind of um, sluggish and um, I don't know. It, it feels as if the this body has taken on the uh, trauma of the experience, the challenging parts of the experience of the last few months when um, Rudy got his and um, so I was I was using I am not a body as kind of a, a mantra. And then um, somebody mentioned in our Ascension Pathway class, um, it may have been Rich Carruthers, um, said something about I am not Richard. And I, so now I'm using I am not Linda. It feels like when I say that, that I've been sort of disassociate my higher self, my spirit self, with all the labels that I have been placing on the body and the experience that this body has had and the challenges that this body has had. Um, I don't know, I'm still playing with it. I've only started doing it since Thursday. Um, so I don't know if that was part of my little temper tantrum from yesterday, <laughs> you know, saying I am not Linda, but um, yeah, so I'm still doing that as well. I'm not a body. I am not Linda. Let's see where you know, Carolyn Mace has a, a really good meditation. And I, I'd like to try to find it, but essentially what it, what she has you do is like go up a stairs. You know, to, you're in a state of relaxation and you're going to go up the stairs and on the first step, you leave your career. You just let it go because you're not your career. And then on the next step, you leave another aspect of yourself, like your family, your relationships. On another step, you leave, you know, you keep going up. You leave your name behind. Like that's what reminded me of it, Linda. You leave your name until you divest yourself of every association with the physical. Now, I don't remember whether she has you put your mind on it either. That's why I'm saying I'd like to find that again because it's a really nice way of exploring that you know, laying all the parts of ourselves down one at a time till you get to the top. And then there's being. 
I think what you're talking about, what came up for me when you first started talking, was it identification? What what am I identifying with? That's it's practice for me. <sighs> do I do it consciously? You know, yeah. <laughs> Every moment when we have make choices, meanings of things. Where am I identifying with? Where, what's, where's that coming from? But I think it's about, I mean, Jennifer, because that's one of her things that she does. I think she did every year where you take off your identity, the identities that you're attached to. And I got to tell you, <sighs> it wasn't until I think this year that I could even get into it. <laughs> Uh, it's it was, but but I think I can watch so much more. I think it's about identification for me. Yeah, it reminded me, Paula, when you mentioned that uh, of a meditation that Jennifer did. Carl is talking about. I think she, like we were taking off robes, like you were wearing all these really heavy robes. I'm gonna go back for that <laughs> in our class replays. That would be great. Yeah, I think it's been a couple of years since she's done that. I think she does every year. I thought she did it this year. Yeah, not that this year. I remember last year. 2017. Hmm. It feels like it would be helpful right now. I'll go back and look for it. Thank you. Thank you, Paula, for sharing that. Um, as you were talking about the first step and leaving your career behind and then each step, I, I just sort of chuckled because um, – that's been my life, actually. So I, I've come to see that where I am now is the result of having had a severe life-changing disability about eight years ago. And... For a long time, it was about the grief of and loss of one having a career and then really not being able to, even physically or even mentally, because just the chronic pain, not being able to move, not feeling like I had a mind or a body. and just being the pain and over time I've healed to the point where I'm thriving and moving and doing all these things and letting go of all these roles of who I thought I was back into being and really having to understand that my inability to do something 
it's not a reflection of who I am and being stripped down to who am I. And now feeling more and more that as, as I went into the abyss and literally was willing myself away, the thing that kept me going was my children. The light and the beauty of my children never saw me as limited as opposed to everybody else who had known me in my life, my husband, my family, my parents. You know, and for them, all they could see was, oh, I'm suffering so much, and oh, I've lost all these things. But for my children, and this happened when they were two and four, they're now 12 and 10, um, I was mom. I was still everything, even if I couldn't get up off the couch. Um, and I learned to parent in a really different way. Um, because of that, and so that was an additional blessing, and as I have moved through all of those things and continue to, um, I'm having a total hip resection on May 11th in my seventh surgery in this seven years, <laughs> so, um, you know, not being a body is, is the only way that I have learn to be sane and learn about the importance of being. And so I have felt very, very called to this and to sharing my story, but never really knowing how to. Um, and this year, really, after doing Finding Freedom in the fall, uh, as, as uh, Lori would say, um, saying yes to all these things and letting them unfold and being the yes person. And it's been really amazing and beautiful. And so I, I, I understand that in a real experiential way that I don't know other people do. And I really have a sense of, having a unique perspective in that I treated patients with chronic pain for years and years. And then I was a patient with chronic pain for years and years. And while I still do have chronic pain, slowly but surely I am and have regained a life and a life of purpose. And so... I'm doing Masterful Living One, and we'll have to leave this call, but at the same time, I also said yes to the spiritual counseling training certification, and, you know, other people look at me, and they're like, you're, like, really nuts, you know, because I, I, I have a 10-year-old competitive gymnast son, and I have a 12-year-old who was a competitive gymnast who is Mama Yuan, and battle of the books and doing track and and yet so I'm not sitting or laying on the couch and you know but I really am saying yes to myself now and really trying to feel who I am in a real way and be who I am 
and it gives me so much joy. And so when ego creeps in, um, you know, writing the story, talking about the panic attacks and uh, all of these things that Corinne, I have not listened to her sessions yet, um, but I am planned to. But feeling anxiety and having that and living that has been really fascinating. And also being a part of this group where everyone's been so welcoming. And a lot of times I felt like I'm so young in all of this. And I, you know, how am I going to be a spiritual counselor when I'm still doing all this work? And then, but that's never been the way that I have felt you have all accepted me. And so I really wanted to thank you and say how much your support and your love and has made such a difference in my life and my being able to say yes and allow things to unfold. So. Thank you, Arava. Yeah, I, I um, even though I joined um, the counseling program, I guess, what was it, November when we all joined, the second group of us? Um, it it struck me that it's could be such an essential part of for certain people to get much deeper into the learning. So I actually, when I saw that you joined concurrently with masterful living one, I thought you were really lucky that, um, that you were going to have that experience coming together, you know, in that deeper, especially once you go to the, uh, have you been to the counseling training intensive Araba or will you be going to the one in, Coming up, um, I have not gone to the counseling um, session yet. The last one occurred the, while I had my last surgery, and this one is I'm going to the retreat before, but I have an upcoming surgery again. So my intent is to go in October, but I committed myself to doing it in part also because I noticed when I did Finding Freedom that my journaling portion of it was, I was feel reluctant around that. And so I really wanted to make, have a structure that sort of encouraged, impelled me mm -hmm. to want to complete my journal. And I say today I finished my first book of journaling my first master living tool book is when I come in October I wanted to be able to give her my books and be done at the end of the year so I'm really excited about that but Ooh, thank you, Dina. yeah but, um, go ahead I'm sorry yeah, I, was, I was just thinking that um you know, the, the I've had a few things occur to me at the beginning of this year, and I've been, because we trade sessions, and I thought, oh, my gosh, how lucky am I? I can, I can have an issue, and I can reach out to somebody or post it on Facebook or, you know, and have, um, I haven't done a whole lot of trading sessions, but when I need them, they're there, and that, I just, I feel so, I feel, that is like just a perk beyond you know, to be able to have that kind of support. So I think you're, you did great to join early. Thank you so much. 
thank you for um, your understanding. Sometimes it's hard when other people aren't on the path, a path like this. They don't see. Let me step back. For a long time, I might not have seen it, and in a lot of ways, from the outside in, it looks like I'm behaving in a way that I always have, which has led to self-sabotage in terms of trying to take on too much at one time. And so that's what it looks like from the outside in to several people who have commented to me, but that's not the experience that I'm having. And I love the fact that I, would, I have all of you as resources in such a beautiful community. I have to excuse myself to both pick up my son and join MLC1. So I want to say blessings to all of you, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye, Araba. Bye. Bye-bye, Araba. So will the, is there anybody else that wanted to go join ML1? I may do that. I'm going to do it. So I can stalk my sister, my big sister. Watch what she does. <laughs> I just finished my first book of journaling. After Not, two years. <laughs> yeah, I haven't finished my first one. <laughs> nope. I was shocked. I got to the end of it, and it was like, wait, wait, there's no more pages. Oh, thank God I have volume two. <laughs> That's great. So I have jumped over the mastery journal. No, the log. I do my log in journal two. I'm still completing my mastery things in one. Well, if you want to go to the NL1, it's, it's, you want to pray out someone? Yeah, yeah Carla. Yeah, Carla. Pray out. <laughs> okay. Just breathe. Speak from the heart. I'm so willing. We are all. Here, gathered, so willing and grateful for this conversation and everything that arises in our life to teach us, to show us truth, higher Holy Spirit self, support us, we let you lead and guide us in seeing the truth in each situation, seeing the love in each situation and letting go blocks the meaning, the identification that we have had that's holding us back from realizing the truth of who we are, expressing the love that we are freely in the world. And we share 
all this growth, all this expansion, all this freedom with everyone because we are one in grace, gratitude, grace, gratitude. We have to be. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.